You are listening to the Thriving Empire podcast with Stephanie Holland, episode six. Welcome to the Thriving Empire podcast, where it's all about minimizing the pain, drama, and burnout of starting up so you can launch your ideas with more passion, purpose, and vision. I'm your host, strategist, traveler, and coconut macaroon addict, Stephanie Holland. So let's get started. Well, hey, now before we dive into today's show, I want to let you know that next week I'm opening up access to my live version of the seven-day visionary leadership challenge, which is the ultimate step-by-step multimedia guide to being radically organized and visionary in your life and work. Now, the live version that I run um, three times a year is very cool and very special because I do it with you day by day and share my homework with you so that you can get to see how I use it to be a visionary leader in my own life and work as well well. And I basically created it to help my clients mastermind meaningful changes in their life and work, to craft better plans that make sense for their goals, and to launch their ideas with more ease, vision, and likelihood of success. Now, it's going to run from Sunday the 3rd to the 9th of February. So head over to stephanieholland.co forward slash live for more information and to join the interest list. And then I'll let you know as soon as it opens up for registration on January 9th, 2019. So yes, you're going to have to register in advance. Now, if you're listening to this person of the future sometime in the future, then you can follow the same link that stephanieholland.co forward slash live to stay notified of the next live round. Because as I said, I plan to run it three times a year. So don't worry if you missed the January 2019 one. Now, welcome to episode six. My goodness, how time flies. It kind of makes me feel really glad that I started this podcast because, you know, firstly, the date this episode is published is going to come anyway. So I may as well have a brand new podcast and six episodes to show for it, right? So I always tell my clients, in a year from now, you're going to wish that you started today. Now, I, of course, I didn't make that up. You've probably heard that before. But that is one of the quotes that always has resonated with me so much and been such a kick up my bum to get things going because I always imagine, okay, what will I have created a year from now? So in a year from today, I will have 52 plus six episodes, which is 58 episodes, which, which excites the crap out of me. So This is my question for you before we even start today's episode. What could you have created a year from now? It's so exciting to think about that. Now, if you were to create one thing a week for the next 52 weeks, what would you have 52 of in a year's time? Would you have 52,000 words of a novel? Would you have 58 blog posts? Would you have 58, um, you know what? I'm really bad at math. (laughs) That's why I use a calculator. So 52 blog posts or 52 weeks in a year, right? 58 YouTube lives. Would you have 50? I'm seriously getting mixed up today. I didn't even have a glass of wine or anything. I must just be high on life. Um, Would you have 52 webinars for a membership site? So what would you have 52 or 58 of? Okay. Listen, the mind boggles when you think what you could have a year from now. Now, that's one of the things I love actually most about the seven day visionary leadership challenge, just to give it one more tiny plug, because it really does shift you into this mindset where you look back from the future and imagine what you've created over the past year from today. So are you feeling some kind of version of Marvelous today? I am so excited that I switched from Facebook Live to podcasts because I'm actually sitting here, it's confession time, talking to you 
in a bikini. And that's not something I can really feel comfortable doing on Facebook Live. Facebook Live is this whole show of an hour before doing my hair and makeup, making sure the light is right, making sure you know it's the right time of day. There's no noise. There's no neighbors. And three million takes when things go wrong and my microphone doesn't work and everything. Now, I move from country to country with a small carry-on case, and I barely wear anything inside or outside other than the four bikinis that I have when I'm in Mexico. I literally have a tiny carry-on suitcase full of stuff because I'm a really good packer that I never wear. Tell you what, working in the bikini is the coolest thing ever. So that's uh, probably the 20th reason why I just love doing these podcasts. Okay, so less about my non-wardrobe and much more about my favorite business strategy today, which is called Just Getting on with it, which just helps you get things done. And for that, my lovely friend, we need to cultivate effortless efficiency. Now, this is quite easily done with a little bit of common sense and a few hacks here and there. And believe me, I don't even have common sense. You know, you just have to ask my family for proof of that. So if I can be effortlessly efficient, then I guarantee that you can be too. Now, the more efficiently you work, the more freedom you're going to create in your schedule to spend your time exactly how you want. And the more efficiently you do that, the more effortless it will be. So really, it is about creating effortless freedom. And just for your information, this episode is actually the final installment of the first section in season one, which is how to build more freedom in your life and work. So let's get into it. So first I want to nod to the master of efficiency, Bruce Lee, who said this, if you spend too much time thinking about a thing, you'll never get it done. Now, Bruce Lee believed efficiency, directness, and simplicity to be the three pillars of what he called the economy of motion. Now, he was really passionate about removing the inessentials so that he could reach his goals quickly, correctly, and with minimal effort. So let's welcome that philosophy into all areas of our life too, so that we can get more done in less time and reach our goals faster and have more time to chill out and do exactly what we want to do. So at this point in the series, you've got a CEO mindset that helps you focus on the results you want and a plan for creating them. You have a vision for your life that excites the crap out of you and brings extreme focus to your projects. You have an energizing morning ritual that sets the tone for your day and you have a schedule that prioritizes what matters most. Now, you're going to become effortlessly efficient. So this is where we get really practical. So we're going to talk about how to manage your imagination and your to-do list. We're going to talk about how to use process and systems to boost your momentum. And we're going to talk about how to stay refreshed when there's a lot to get done and a lot going on. So Sheesh, I know I pack a lot into these episodes. I never mean to. Um, It just kind of happens with the content that we're talking about. So anyway, let's get started. So let's first manage your imagination and your to-do list. So this part is really simple. Now, first, as James Altucher tells us, we are idea machines. If If you think you're not a creative person, you are so wrong. Somos máquinas as you would say in Spanish. Now, I apologize to the Spanish-speaking community for my pronunciation, but you got to give me points for passion, right? I study Spanish every day. Um, 
but back to the fact that we're idea machines, somos máquinas. You always have ideas, but don't let them distract you. Here's what I do when I have an idea. I write it down on a post-it, a random piece of paper in my notebook, even if it's my Spanish vocabulary book, um, or my notes app on my phone. And then I have hours scheduled in my calendar every week where I transfer all of these ideas that I get randomly during the day into a Google Doc. And that way they never get forgotten or lost they never distract me, and then I can get on with the task at hand. Now, to manage my to-do list, I have a very fancy project management system. It's called a piece of A4 paper. That's right. My to-do list is on random pieces of A4 paper. I don't use Fancy Planner or anything. I write my list of projects and tasks um, in a list on this random piece of paper, and I draw a little checkbox next to each checkbox next to each one, and then I cross them out and tick the box when I'm done. It's so satisfying. <laughs> and when the list gets messy, I just create a new list on a fresh piece of paper, and I rip up the previous piece of paper. I find that all this like ticking and checking off and ripping up really satisfying, and then I just throw it away. So that's done. So I find that often online project management systems cause a lot more problems for people than they solve certainly with my clients. So I just recommend that they keep it simple um, or use Google Docs or Google Sheets. Um, I, I just love the idea of leaving no paper trail. Okay, second thing we're doing today is learning how to use process and systems to boost our momentum. So each project requires a clearly defined process, so exactly what needs to get done to, to create the output. So you know exactly what you need to do now and next, so you don't waste any time wondering ever when you sit down, mm, what am I supposed to be doing? So let's take my podcast series as an example. So first I need to, here's the process. First I need to write the episode, then I need to record the episode, then I need to publish the episode on my podcasting platform, which pushes it out to every single podcasting platform out there. Then I need to create and publish the blog post, which has its own mini process within it, which is producing the transcript in Google Docs and as a PDF, the blog post summary, uploading the audio player so you can listen to it from my blog post, blog post editing the SEO info, adding feature image and tags, and creating a pretty link. And then the final thing to do is schedule an email to my list. And then also I have a separate process for my podcast promotion strategy. But for just prom, um, producing and publishing my podcast, those are, the, those are the sort of 11 things that I need to do as part of this um, process. And then what I do is I work my way through it. And it saves me so much time because I don't have to think ever about what I need to do next. It's just already outlined very simply for me. And so make sure that for, for whatever project that you're working on, you simply sit down and just take a few moments. It literally takes under a minute to outline the process for your project. And then the systems, when I say systems, I'm talking about the tools that you use to make the process that you follow as efficient and effective as possible. So for example, here are some of my favorite systems. I use OmWriter to write the episode. Uh, it's a really lovely writing platform. I will put all of these in the notes of my episode, which it, you can find at stephanieholland.co forward slash six. So I use OmWriter to write the episode. I use Hemingway app to edit the episode. I use Google Docs to save it. Um, I actually um, subscribe to G Suite, which is a, the way that I manage my business. I use Anchor.fm to publish the podcast to all podcast platforms, which is 
amazing and absolutely effortless. I use my WordPress blog and Optimize Press to publish the blog post. That's how I publish my website. I use Canva to make the images and I use ConvertKit to email my list and let them know that the latest episode is ready. So this is really, really easy. My systems are amazing. I didn't find them overnight. No, I've been in business now since 2014 in terms of my own consulting um, and coaching practice. And over those years, I've experimented with so many different systems and tools to find the ones that I love today. But the ones that I love the most simplify everything from me. They resonate with me, the way that my mind works, the interfaces, the colors, everything. They really make my podcasting process and everything I do really flow like a well-oiled machine. So just experiment with, with systems uh, and use the ones that you love. You know, just because your favorite mentor uses a particular project management tool doesn't mean you have as well. And don't feel bad because it doesn't make sense to you. A lot of stuff that people love. I, I try do the free trial and I just think, oh my God, this is so complicated. How can they use this? It doesn't make things simple for me. So make sure that whatever symptom, uh, symptoms, si- um, systems you use, they simplify your life. So for the final tips, we're going to talk about how to stay refreshed when there's a lot to get done. So first, First of all, I batch my tasks. So for example, I write three podcast episodes in a half day slot every three weeks. Now I'm only in episode six. So this is what I'm doing right now. I'm seeing if it works for me. So what I'm doing is I record um, the three episodes in a two hour slot. Um, and then I create the car- three corresponding blog posts in a two-hour slot, and I do that over a Thursday and a Friday. And then I'm done with a podcast for three weeks. So batching is a really powerful, effective way to create all the content for your office and communications in your business. Because it takes a lot of time to shift focus from um, from one task to another. So you may as well leverage um, your ability once you've gotten into the zone to produce two or three outputs in one go. Now, secondly, I also decide how much time I will give a certain task. Now, one of my favorite mentors, Brooke Castillo, she really emphasizes this a lot. And she says, you know, it doesn't take as long as it takes. It takes as long as I say it will take. It takes as long as I will give myself. So I also mentioned in episode three that I write each episode in one hour. And that was inspired by her, Brooke Castillo. And I do, I give myself an hour and I usually finish at about the 35, 45 minute mark. And that really helps me create more time in my day because then I feel like I've done so much and then I can take the day off and spend it in the hammock or on the beach. Now, if that's how long I give myself, emphasizing again, that's how long it takes. I'm not going to waste an entire day writing three episodes. So I invest three hours in that task. So decide how long you're going to give yourself to do each task. And if you don't know, just make a guesstimate. And if it's really, really impossible to do it within the time frame you've given yourself, then adjust it and give yourself more time. Okay, done. And thirdly, take breaks between tasks. Now, I give myself an hour to do something completely different and fun to recharge between my tasks. And then I follow my schedule and do what needs to be done next. So there you go. You've got tips for how to manage your imagination and to-do list, how to use process and symptoms. I keep saying symptoms. I have no idea why. How to use process and systems to boost your momentum and how to stay refreshed when there's a lot more to get done. So that, my beautiful person, my beautiful, beautiful human being, is how I create effortless efficiency in my life and work. I hope it inspires you to create effortless efficiency in yours as well. And don't worry, I've just... um, 
I've got the worksheet to kickstart you for this episode. It's a, a worksheet 1.5. If you have the season one podcast study pack, you can crack it open right now. And if you don't have the study pack, why not? Just head over to this episode notes at um, stephanieholland.co forward slash six and use the code podcast to get 50% off the study pack. You're going to get a digital copy of the book called The Freedom Philosophy, which inspired this whole series. You're going to get the workbook, which has a worksheet for each podcast episode. You get the audio book so you can listen on the go and a ton of other resources I don't share anywhere else, including, and what I haven't mentioned on the previous episodes, interviews that I've created with successful entrepreneurs and other fledgling entrepreneurs within three years of starting up just like you so that you can get a handle on how they are also creating a freedom life for themselves. So if you're listening on iTunes and enjoying the show, I would love, love, love so much if you would please leave me a review. That would be so awesome. Thank you so much. Until then, I will, well, until next time, um, have a beautiful day. See you then. Bye.